You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Hello and welcome to The Occupational Philosophers, a not-so-serious business podcast that mashes up the world of curiosity, creativity, and a little bit of philosophy thrown in to boot. Each and every week, I'm joined by my co-host and co-producer, John Rice, joining us all the way from England. John, hello. How are you over there? (laughs) Doing well, Simon, from this side of the world. Yes, we're just going into winter now, obviously, so it's starting to really lash at the windows. Yeah, first cold days. The heat is starting to go on. When you've been getting yourself inside, you might have been turning up the central heating and snuggling down, maybe gives you a little bit more time to think in the winter. You snuggle in, the days are shorter and not out and about so much. Have you been thinking about anything? Because I I have a sense that you have. I have, Simon. I've been thinking about NFC. Now, I know what you're thinking, Simon. You're thinking, does he mean nanofiltration concentrate? Or maybe he means near-field communication, which allows phones to communicate to each other. But no, I'm not. Nor am I thinking about the National Film Corporation of Japan. talking Hmm. about the need for cognition, NFC, specifically the need for cognition scale, which exists. And this was really interesting. This is a scientific measure of intellectual curiosity. How about that? Tell me more. Tell me more. I am curious. Maybe I have a high NFC already. Fire away. Tell us more. We will be able to find out because there is a way of measuring it and we can share that today. So look, basically, I was just reading about that, as we've seen lots of news reports about AI and the increasing use of technology and how that might replace certain tasks and jobs and roles, etc. But in all of this, we know that there is an increasing desire for people who are creative, who can solve problems, work in teams. But there is also a desire for people with a high need for cognition or NFC. And with that being a measure of intellectual curiosity, what we're seeing is organizations, societies need people with high NFC because that distinguishes those people who like to think deeply, challenge themselves, have an appetite for learning new things, absorbing new perspectives. So it's very desirable. And I'd say most likely most entrepreneurs would have a high NFC, even if they haven't measured it. But you would think people in that space and possibly artists, designers, filmmakers, maybe even people who are high in their career, they might have got there with a high NFC as well. Yeah. People in space of innovation, pushing ideas forward. Yeah. Those that do score high on the NFC scale, which again, I'll talk to in a moment, it is about people then who seek out experiences. As I say, they like thinking deeply about things and they're happy to challenge their beliefs or perceptions on the world. So you would probably surmise that most people in that entrepreneurial, innovative space, creative space, probably are or do correlate with a high NFC score. Do you want me to talk about the NFC scale? This exists? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But look, I came across a new word today, epistemic curiosity, which is linked directly into this, which is the desire to obtain new knowledge, i.e. concepts, ideas, and facts, expected to stimulate intellectual interest or eliminate conditions of informational deprivation. So there's, for me, if I'm my understanding, it's not 
just curious to have new experiences. It's also curiosity from an intellectual perspective. Yes, it is a desire to know more. And in fact, as you were saying that, I was thinking that there's different types of curiosity. You're absolutely right. There's the epistemic, which is that thirst for knowledge that we're interested in. The NFC scale really has a measure on. The other types of curiosity, of course, is diversive curiosity. And that's more of that distractive or distracting curiosity that we might Uh see quite prevalent in today's society where we click on stuff and we go, hey, something new, novel. Hey, let's look at that. Now let's look at that. Now let's find out that piece of celebrity gossip. Epistemic is going to a lot deeper level. In fact, there's a great quote by Oscar Wilde, which is that the public have an insatiable curiosity to know everything except that what is worth knowing. Mic drop, Oscar. Yeah. (laughs) That was from his stand-up set back in yeah. 18 Brixton, Brixton Academy, yeah. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> so you're right, yeah, it's epistemic. Just on that note as well, the other curiosity dimension that sometimes we talk to and have done in the show, which is uh, empathic curiosity, and that is the desire to know others or the desire to know someone else's world both from a cognitive viewpoint and an emotional viewpoint. And so, again, and a lot of that is fueled by listening. And I was reading a study today or glossing over a study today that people with a high NFC have a lower correlation of anxiety and depression, which is an ADI score or something, excuse me, I've I've lost the article. You have a lower experience of that because you're out – curious about the world apologies to anyone who wrote that study and i've just butchered it need to find a reference to that i think somehow I in the show notes you're gonna have to go digging again you're history. Have to dial up epistemic curiosity there simon and Re- go find review it. history yeah review history but yeah so that if you're curious about the world you are no i've got it here those who seek out engage and enjoy investing in complex cognitive processes in a sustained manner, which is NFC, may be a predictor and a consequence of heightened anxiety and depression systems, ADS. And it goes on to talk about this, so the correlations behind this, but also saying there's other stuff that comes in it. But the first time I probably made those connections. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. But uh, the last thing I'd want to say on the NFC, and then maybe we'll look at the scale and some yeah, questions, sure. and we'll get sure. this in the show notes as well, is uh, yeah. it isn't necessarily fixed. The idea that we are either high in NFC or low isn't quite true. It is influenced by one's own state of mind, which obviously can change and can be, you can turn your attention to cultivating a state of mind of curiosity, but it's also influenced by environment. And again, Mm. this is really interesting if you think into organizations that are either going to create an environment where this curiosity and high NFC is liberated or potentially crushed and quashed. That, for me, is really interesting. Yeah, when I wrote my book, and I haven't talked about my book for a long time, so it feels quite nice to bring it up. New, improved copy coming out next year as well. Just putting it out there. Positive (laughs) affirmation. Plug? Plug, yeah, absolutely. What am I going to plug? I've got I need to get go NFC and find something to plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, in that, I can't remember who the quote is attributed to, but it said, think of an ant, if it's stuck in a jar, it gets really angry. And his piece was saying, officers are just like that. If you squeeze people into a place where there's no stimulation, they just become like angry ants. 
<laughs> good name for a company. Angry yeah, good Limited. Yeah. <laughs> we'll piss everybody off. Should we have a look at the, this NFC yeah, scale? Because I think you've got the link that I was pointing to. And you can yeah. see there, there's some 18 questions. I think the original studies of this had maybe a greater number of questions, but it's settled into this pattern of having 18 questions. And you answer true or false to these. Some of those are reversed. So it's at levels of agreement. And they reverse yeah. some of those. But nonetheless, at the end of it, you can get a sort of gauge of your score. As it were. I think let's read out a couple of the ones which maybe out of the 18, we won't read all 18. Let's read out some of the ones which maybe catch our eye and then we'll put a link to where you can do this as well in the show notes. And here's what I think we'll do. Put We'll do our own and we'll put our scores in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. And be revealed to be the incurious bastards that we are. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> and be revealed to be incurious and lacking in any appetite for learning at all. I hope that's not the case. So I'm going to ask you question three. True or false, thinking is not my idea of fun. <laughs> my first thought was, depends what I have to think about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, is generally, it a, I do thinking. I is think. it a binary answer? Yeah, which when you get into this space. I'm going to say true for me. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, if you interview someone and they go, thinking is not my idea of fun. Like, how do you respond to that? Like, <laughs> I do it, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so if last I have thing to, I, I will, but it sucks. <laughs> In fact, leading on that one, there's another one that's caught my eye further down, which is, I only think as hard as I have to. Again, I go, it depends. I get the sentiment. <laughs> but generally speaking, there you go, Simon. Do you like to think hard, only as hard as you need to? Yeah, this is, and this is why I was thinking about this earlier. Sometimes you go really big on some ideas and you can't stop thinking about them. And others you go, yeah, I'm, I'm done thinking on that. I need to get rid of it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it maybe a 50 50. I'm not sure if it's binary. Yeah. All right. Then what else have we got? Number 12, learning. Oh, no, no, number 10. The idea of relying on thought to make my way to the top appeals to me. Ah, yeah, I guess I would agree with that for me, yeah, that you can improve your capabilities or whatever by thinking your way through topics and learning stuff and advancing yourself. So, yeah, I think that feels like an agree to me. But my you? thoughts, what about, what about motivation, man? Yeah, do it, believe in yourself. Yeah, run through walls, huh? How does he answer that? He just shouts it himself. Yeah. No he just way. shouts his way to the top. <laughs> yeah. Was it that, that you had that other one there, number 12, which is learning new ways to think doesn't excite me very much. I like the ones that are phrased in the negative, actually. They're quite funny. Yeah. We're attracted to all of those. <laughs> <laughs> there is some positive. I think there's one positive and one negative, isn't there? So it goes on and off. What about the notion of thinking abstractly is appealing to me? Ah. Yeah, I do thinking abstractly, of course. I've got a goatee beard and I go to philosophy festivals. Yeah, and Michael Caine. <laughs> I guess the opposite of that is the notion of thinking logically, which is quite boring. Don't you? That's why I always think it's boring to or be too is logical. It logically or maybe concretely, thinking about things concretely, mm. so about a particular scenario or event, whereas abstracting might be more, okay, in the theoretical sort of framework of something, morality. 
Mm. Yeah, morality, yeah. My daughter's doing ethics at the moment and you could do scripture or even she got sick of that or you could do ethics or you can do non-scripture, which is just stay in the class and do colouring in, which she's furious <laughs> she can't get into now. But she's going... <laughs> She goes, today we're learning about someone being a prison sentence and what's this got to do with anything? <laughs> so I was trying to buy her into it and say, no, this is good. It catches you think and she's no against it. Yeah, I haven't done a good job there. Now, what about this one, John? It's enough for me that something gets the job done. I don't care how or why it works. Where do you sit on that? That's an interesting one. I sometimes am quite happy to let things, the mechanics of something, sit out of my view. I sometimes won't think, oh, I wonder how this hoover works. I just want to hoover. Yeah, exactly. I won't pull it apart and go, "Ah, how does that work? Uh, I suspect there's something of that in there. So I've not quite been that curious that I will pull things apart as long as it works in a way that gets me to where I want to get to, if that makes sense. Yeah, because at the moment I'm thinking about this, I'm doing an oil painting at the moment, which is really technically hard. And I haven't done that much, but I'm seeking out information on how to do it from everyone I can. Yeah. But then maybe that doesn't answer it. It's enough for me that something gets the job done. I don't care how or why it works. But for that, I'm highly curious. But, you know, the car, just rock up. Off you go. Yeah. (laughs) Unless your car's breaking down, you don't give a you don't give a shit, really, do you? (laughs) Sat there every day, going, I wonder what's happening right now under the bonnet. Just get to work. Stop thinking. So look, we'll. I think we'll make that available. I think people maybe should take a look at that. I'm sure they'll enjoy just challenging themselves around those questions, and they come out with a little score at the end of it, and that can make them go woohoo. But I think the joy of this is actually stopping and thinking about your own way of gathering knowledge. I think that probably, the fact that we've all gone, oh, I'm not really sure, maybe I think that's a good thing to be able to, that is that curiosity driven. The last thought I had, Simon, was obviously that you mentioned about imagine being in an interview and some of these questions were being asked. (laughs) And it reminded me of one of my favourite interview things, which we've talked about before, about interview questions that ask you about your greatest weakness. Yeah. Have you ever had that? When they say, hey, what's your greatest weakness? Yeah, okay. So you say something like, I just care so much. Or, I care yeah. too or, I'm much. such a hard worker. Yeah, or yeah. something. I just think so deeply. I just, yeah, that's yeah. what it would be. But my favourite was the chap who's in the interview and he says, hey, what's your greatest weakness? And he goes, I'm probably just too honest. And the interviewer said, hey, that's not a weakness. And the guy goes, I don't give a f- what you think. <laughs> Hey, and, and on joke. that note, <laughs> I thought it was very good. On that note, if you enjoyed a little bit of the show, this is our in-betweeners between our longer format shows where we have bigger, bolder conversations with our guests. If you like it, hit the subscribe button so whenever they come through, you will know that they're there. And look, no one ever does this because I reckon I've left one podcast review in my life. But look, we do have quite a few. But if you can be asked, which I appreciate is bugger all chance of doing it, but if you're really just feeling that guilty, you're that bored, you've got nothing to do, Netflix is broken, or just to, I don't know, believe in yourself that you can do something, leave a review. Yeah. <laughs> all you high NFCs out there, Leave a review. You want to. You're curious, aren't you? 
And make sure, check out the show notes on this because we'll leave links to all of these studies and also to this test as well. And that will mean that you can maybe take this into work and explore it a little bit more. Yeah, with your teams, with your organisation. Yeah. With your partner for maybe a very unexciting Sunday night. Put it on your Tinder profile. Yeah. And John, probably on that, we need to wrap up. So in the meantime, have fun. Play more. Make stuff. Do something else. Stay curious. Stay curious. For God's sake. (laughs) The one episode. We didn't want you to muck that up. And let's do it. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. (laughs) In the meantime, have fun. Make stuff. Stay curious. Do more. No, it's not that. It's in the elder. Okay. Okay. And in the meantime, have fun. No, what is it? In the meantime, make stuff play more. Put this in have... the bloopers. Okay. In the meantime, play more. Stay... In, no, in the meantime, <laughs> stay curious. Make stuff. Play more. Something else in there. But most of all, John, what do we do? <laughs> Just start st- again. Right. In the meantime. And... In the meantime. What is it? What is it? Just stay shut curious. up and I'll say. Okay, all right. In the meantime, have fun make stuff play more stay curious and most importantly date life